1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
4: Hey guys, you're about to hear a very special episode. What this is, is... Uh, The extended, unedited version of the episode with Stephen Kieran. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was a very funny story about his parents being divorced when he was young and being driven all over the San Fernando Valley. And um, we thought this was an excellent way to show you, uh, if you haven't signed up for Patreon, the kind of thing you'll get, which is an extended version. Um, So please enjoy. And we'll be back to normal episodes next week. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to avoid the things that can kill
5: you. Like being chased by a lion, being stuck in an elevator. How about being trapped in a cave? And the things that only make you wish you were dead. Like being stood up on a date, getting spaghetti sauce on your new white shirt. How about being punched in a phone booth?
4: whoa that's so specific <laughs> <laughs> i think we better start the theme music i
5: love the theme music
4: me too
1: ground is shaking under our feet mountains on fire flooding in the street can't breathe the air can't fight the feeling Goblin down and say the
4: Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I am Danielle. I'm Christine. And Christine, you, you're
5: you bragging that you have a lot to talk about today. I do. I have a big announcement. Oh. For the first time ever. Yes. I have a book coming out. Available for pre-order today. What? I am one of the authors of a book. Oh my God, Christine. I know. It's exciting. Oh, this is the compilation book? Yes. I think I
4: saw it on Facebook. Okay. called Periods Period. Periods,
5: period. Okay. And and give us the rundown. I'm gonna tell you. Okay. So I wrote some jokes with a friend of the show, Jesse Gaskell. Yes. Uh and they are in this book called Periods, period. The writers listed, written by Alicia Gaddis and Steph Garcia. Okay. Alicia, I think we're gonna have her on the show. I'm just Great. booking a date for her. It's essays, poems. A lot of funny, heartfelt, silly stuff. Like I said, Jesse and I wrote jokes about periods. Together. Together. Cool. We had written these jokes years ago Uh to try to gross out a boss. (laughs) (laughs) It was Greg Heller. And we were, you know Greg. Yeah. And we were writing a show with Greg I think it was like 50 TV moments or something. It was like one of those shows where it was like craziest TV meltdowns or something. And for some reason, someday he was like, periods aren't gross to me. And we were like, oh, "Oh, really? And so we gauntlet, thrown Yeah. Yeah. It was like a challenge. And we were just like dying laughing about these disgusting jokes we wrote. They were so gross. And, And that's what's in the book. And then, well, we did some revising (laughs) okay, because it was like a decade had passed and I'd heard about this project and I was like, I I reached out to Alicia and I was like, would you accept jokes? Uh Uh-huh. Because I knew she was interested in like essays Uh and I was like, well, I don't have a period essay in me, but I have jokes. Sure. So Jesse and I got together. We, we went to a coffee place and got some croissants, and we just belted out a bunch of jokes. Love it. Sent them in, and they're in this book, and you can pre-order it now. Periods, period? Yeah. And where? how, how do you get it? I mean, I think you go to Amazon, probably anywhere else you buy your books. <laughs> okay. And go to Periods, period. It's uh, available for pre-sale now while you're listening to my voice. Very exciting. We'll put it in the show notes and wherever else you can find me. Okay, cool. So that's that's very that was exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, that wasn't what I thought would be my first book, but right. here we are. There you go. You know, more to come. I'm excited. Next diarrhea. Menopause. Yes. Oh, okay. Well,
4: I was just going sequentially. No, it's, it's all happening. <laughs>
5: <laughs> just all things to grow. Everything out. is happening. So let's just write jokes about it. Okay. So that's
4: good. That's great. That's very exciting. Yay. Here we are. And then something happened
5: with Benjamin, you okay, said? Okay, so... Because <laughs> on a day ending with why? Well, yes. It, this isn't a him getting hurt story, Good. surprisingly. Good. So I went and saw Father John Misty. Oh, yeah. Th- this is the guy. Is a uh, Rockabilly? Is he Rockabilly? He's what not. is he? He's okay. You know, he's kind of everything. Like, he, he does some... He has, I would say, if you like the Beatles, if you like Elton John, if you like folk, if you like okay. a little bit of maybe John Denver-esque. Okay. He does everything well. All right. He's, he's, I don't like saying indie because it feels a very catch-all term. Yeah. He's a very talented musician. He used to be in a band called My Morning Jacket. Oh, yeah. Well, he played with them. I don't know if he was ever in it. He's very talented. I got tickets. He was playing at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which is a wonderful place to see live Uh music. I go there to see my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, it's not as entertaining, but it's I, emotional. <laughs> I bet, and I think he would have really enjoyed the show. Uh huh. Um, I was thinking that because when John, his new his new album is very jazzy, like 1930s oh, okay. jazz, which I also love. Yeah, you know, like any kind of like um, uh, Irving Berlin. Yeah. kind of old jazz, like that would be in a movie with Catherine uh, Hepburn. I love that kind of jazz, and his new album is very reminiscent of that style and I was like you know I bet a lot of people in this cemetery are happy right now because <laughs> it's like da, yeah. da, da. oh fun so it was very fun um anyway we dropped the kids off for their sleepover okay ahead of time yes and I pulled Benji aside and I said listen Alex really doesn't want to be at this sleepover she really wanted to go to one of her friends houses because oh. it was close you know Benji's friend Gail it's a boy and she's okay. like oh, I want to go to one of my friends I said so could you just Try to make her feel included and right. you know be nice. They just had a fight in the car where, you know, she sat on him and he bit her. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you like know, puppies like normal ten-year-olds. And oh my God. so they weren't real happy with each she other. She sat on him. Yeah, while the car was going. No, so they were getting in the car okay. and and, and he, he bit her. Yeah, because uh, she where went, like on her shoulder. Okay, and did, did he,
4: as my mom would say, did he break skin?
5: No. <laughs> okay, but she did scream very loudly. It was a whole thing. So
0: <laughs>
5: I was like, could you just try to make her feel included? Right. And and I know, you know, you guys just had this big blowout, but please. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Mom. I'm just wondering, in what world do you think your shirt is appropriate to wear outside? <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> way. So he bit you too. Wait a yeah, second. Yeah. What? First of all, I have to know. I mean, not to blame the victim, but what were you wearing? So
5: I was wearing wet, something. Wet t-shirt? I, I just had <laughs> band-aids on my nipples. <laughs> I was wearing a silk tank blouse that was incredibly low cut. Okay. And no bra. Right. Because you're, with, you can't, you're going to what's her face and, and I'm going again. I'm Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my Jenna Lyons. Jenna Lyons and right. you couldn't wear a bra with this. It okay. was like Very low cut. Okay. And it was the kind that like, you know, he's not used to seeing his mom dress that way. Right. And I very rarely go out to a concert. Right. But he kept hugging me in front of the friends. And I could tell it was because he was like worried I was going to show them too much of my chest. But wait, was it? Okay.
4: I know it's low cut, but was it showing a lot of cleavage or was it just showing? I mean,
5: I don't have
1: cleavage really. I mean, I'm very
5: small chested. So it was like. The good news is I can wear stuff like that because right. nothing's. it's not like you, I'm going to have side boob, really. Right, 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 right. You could maybe see like a, like less than if I was wearing a bikini top. Right. But like if I would have bent over, you would have seen my entire breast. Oh, okay. So he was... He was like, I have so, to cover my but mom. But he really said in what world? I think, I'm pretty like sure. he used that... I think he said hip, in ex- what world do you think this is what, appropriate? What did you say? I said, Bench, it's fine. I'm going to a concert. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is so hysterical. So I was like slut shamed by my 10 year old. (laughs) Start early. Get him started early. I know. Right. That's so funny.
4: That's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) My God. (laughs) My son has never once commented on anything I've ever worn. I don't think he like wants to see me as a person who would even have sexuality. So like he wouldn't even. The only thing is when he was really little, he didn't like me wearing earrings and then we figured out it's because he realizes I'm probably going out.
5: Uh-huh. That was the clue. Yeah. You should borrow this blouse. <laughs> just to upset my son. Just see, just see if he has a reaction. Uh, <laughs>
4: it's so fucking weird. I'm just trying to see if I can get a reaction out of my son. Um, my eyes are up here, Oliver.
0: <laughs> Mothers and sons. Mothers did your,
4: did sons. did um Alex say anything? No.
5: Yeah, she was just like... She was like, please don't drop me off at this place. So how did it go? Should we ask? It was fine. They okay. had fun. They had fun. They had a they great time. her? Yes. Okay. She was, she had a blast. All right. And the band was good and? It was so good. That's nice. It was so amazing. It was such a good show. It's great to see. I mean, if you ever get a chance to see a show at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, the I recommend it. The only thing
4: it. I've done is uh, we saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure once there. It's fun to see movies there. Yeah. So I would I would go yeah. back. I mean, it's not super comfortable because you're, you're on the, the s- ground. Yes, and- we
5: both realized after like 20 minutes we oh, yeah. had to stand because oh, we're no. our bodies are too uncomfortable to sit on the ground. Because he was like moving around and he goes, "I'm not dancing. It's just my neck hurts <sighs> so bad." <laughs> oh, can you bring low chairs? No. Oh, they don't even let Some you. Some events they'll let you. I think you know you have to read sort of whichever event you're going to. They have all these rules of what you can bring in and what you can't bring in. And you can bring picnics and uh-huh. alcohol. Right. And, you know, but that one you could not bring low chairs. Uh. Huh. So Yeah. Well, then you're kind of screwed. If you're over a certain age, you don't want to sit yes. on the ground.
4: Yes. We could not. Yeah. We don't have the bodies. I treated myself this summer to a um, chaise lounge, like an outside, you know. Yeah. Sh- is that how You say it chaise or I, chaise. I say Cha- chaise? chaise lounge. And uh, I was so excited. Like, you know, it's got the cushion. It's got the like wheels on the, the back. nice kind. I mean, it's not like super, super high end. There are ones that are really high end. This was like three hundred dollars mid range. Yeah. From Target. And it has a little like um, shelf that mm-hmm. you can pull out to put your drink on or your Whoa. book on. That sounds high end to me. And it just occurred to me. This is not comfortable. <laughs> oh, no. Because I go out almost every day to read. Yeah. And then after not that very long, my back starts hurting. Mm-mm. And I'm like, why can't I have nice things? Anyway. It's too late to return it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely too late to return it. And I really like it. I just have to figure some. Maybe I have to get a different cushion. Oh, you know what? Maybe I could just buy. Because the cushion comes off. So I could
5: just maybe buy a thicker cushion. Oh, you know what? I'm going to make a recommendation to okay. you. Sunbrella. Sunbrella is the company. They 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 have good cushions that don't oh. also fade in the sun. Okay. And they're comfortable. Okay, that's a great idea because no no, no
4: it's a very nice like it's yes. a decent piece of furniture. It's not chintzy. It's just the pad
5: I guess is too thin for my aches and pains. Got to get those thick thick umbrella ones. I, I that's what I splurged on for my my deck furniture. Oh, that's nice. All right. You know what I'm doing right now? changing glasses oh yeah here we go she's taking up the
4: readers and you know what that means we're gonna start the topic we're gonna start the topic the topic today is how to survive being trapped in a cave oh gosh caves are scary caves are scary have you
5: been in a cave before danielle <clears throat>
4: uh yes in australia
5: oh really yes Wait, did i know you were in australia well
4: I went, I think, twice uh, with my parents when I was in junior high. That's maybe, so Maybe exciting. once in junior high, once in... The, all the places I've traveled as a youth were um, Star Trek uh, conventions. Okay. So we didn't take, like... I'm not complaining. I mean, it's great. No. But we didn't take, like, family vacations that weren't paid for by, you know, some convention or
5: other. So, like, in sort of, like, nerd trips where yeah. you had to go spend a lot of time with a lot of fans... Yeah, I mean we go to the convention and then we we had time to do other stuff. So you it didn't was have great. to be part of the convention really. Well,
4: I was there and, you know, it, uh, no, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, it was it was a little awkward sometimes, but it wasn't terrible. It was certainly I mean, a free vacation, like what are you going to do? The only no, we did go to Hawaii once when we and that didn't it was not a Star Trek related thing, but uh, I think everything else was. And so we got to go to England and we got to go to Australia. Nice. So I have been in a cave in Australia, but I've wanted to do more sort of adventuresome stuff. Yes. I don't mean ropes and stuff like that. I just mean, I don't know, I want to go swim in a cave. Like, aren't there caves that yes. have pools of water and you yes. can swim in them? I want to do We just saw that, that in I'm Mexico. Not. Oh, yeah?
5: Well, we didn't. No, I just remember when... Um, who was here that got sick in Mexico? Oh, uh, Babs. Babs, yeah. And I remember seeing her pictures, you know, because I stalk her on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, sure. Um... And they were in those. Uh, do they come cenotes or cenotes? It's I don't that. Know. It's a word that I see then, and then I don't know how to say it out okay. loud. Like you know, chic. Um, yeah, or chaise. <laughs> yes. Uh, and there are these caves that are, you know, that have the beautiful tropical yes, water in them. That's it's all what colorful. I want to do. Yeah. So we have to just go to Mexico. Sounds good.
4: Okay. So first, I want to just give you a little background. Fewer glasses back on. fewer people get hurt in caving than in traffic everything I think everything in life that's true I guess that's not much of a but the number one threat to cavers is unpreparedness Mm -hmm. be prepared now listen how dangerous are cave tours
1: oh if you're going
4: on a guided caving trip don't worry guided tours tend to be very safe okay statistically cave tour visitors run almost no risk just follow the instructions on the trip uh, sorry follow the instructions of the trip leader and enjoy the experience the caves are professionally maintained. Geologists do regular risk assessments, oh. and the air quality will be good. We'll find out about that later. Yeah,
5: but you know what you do have to do? You have to tolerate the other people on the tour.
4: That's true. We, it was a tour when we did it in Australia, okay. from my memory. Um, the estimated number of people who visit caves annually is about 2 million in the U.S. alone. One in 666,666 666 of all people visiting caves actually die. Well, that's and not too much. They have the sign of the devil on their head. It, Twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they deserve so it. So, really, yeah, exactly. Good they greatest. were chosen. Ex- <laughs> and one in 125,000 get seriously injured. Oh, no. What makes caving dangerous? The leading causes of death among cavers are falls and drowning, both accounting for nearly half of all caving deaths. In the U.S., falls are the number one cause of the death of the death. The death. The death. The death. The main problem with caving accidents is that when something does happen, the person is difficult to reach, which we'll find out later in our story. Oh, okay. So a small error of judgment can become a huge problem later on. For example, you overestimate your capabilities or underestimate the conditions. Most caving accidents are due to bad preparation, Mm. lack of skill, or the wrong equipment. Okay, but what if I get lost?
5: What if Danielle gets lost.
4: Yes. What if I'm in my 20s and I'm already lost and then yeah. I wander into a cave?
5: You're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. Why am I Kathy just working in this weird uh, like accounting firm? I don't even have accounting experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And now I'm in a cave. Right. <laughs>
4: dating men who won't admit they're dating me. Things like that. Yeah. What, Garen?
0: What did you say? I said it's the worst Kathy comic ever. <laughs>
4: oh, my God. That's so funny. I just looked up Kathy for a... Uh, submission i was doing for a game show because i was making it a question the comic strip kathy we're talking about of course and it was like this whole rundown of how it was really sexist and then how it like over the year changed and stuff and but i don't know it just i don't know how it lasted that long it's so aggravating anyway um (laughs) (laughs) what if i get lost most new cavers are afraid to get lost but it's very uncommon and of the people that do get lost, most only wander around for or get pulled out by rescuers within a couple of hours. But can you imagine how scary those couple of hours would be? Terror. Goonies, man. Oh, no. There could be
5: scary people after you. Yes. A monster guy watching Oh, that TV. guy with the weird eyeball. Yeah. But. Sloth. In the Sloth. end. Buried treasure. That's right. Do they get buried treasure? I don't remember. Don't they find the big pirate ship at the end mm-hmm. and it's full of treasure? And do they keep
0: it? They keep enough of it that it Oh, we're spoiling. We're into spoiler territory I'm here. Sure. If they you haven't watched Goonies yeah. yet,
5: pause, they, watch Goonies yeah. and come back.
0: They find enough to save their town or whatever. And they get
5: to yeah. don't they and don't have to move maybe or something. Yeah,
0: like, like they save Sean their Aston. Or isn't he the one his man yeah. finds? Yeah. Mikey.
4: Yeah rarely ever do people die of getting lost in a cave over the last 90 years in the uk just 12 people died from hypothermia or getting lost okay risks of caving involved these are the major problems you have to look out for okay falling rocks yes that makes sense most caves are extremely stable however cavers have to pay close attention to any loose rocks Rockfall is a common cause of death among cavers. Even a tiny rock can cause severe injury if it travels far enough before impact. Oh, You just go ding. You just go and oh. you it would be a perfect way to kill someone, right? Yes. Just a tiny pebble that you just, oh, it accidentally got mm-hmm. loose. But it's from 300 feet above clonk right on the head.
5: Bye bye. This is a good murder plan.
4: Yeah. Well, well, that was sort of someone. in a Death on the
5: Nile. They had something like that. Oh, I didn't see it. I probably won't see it.
0: Oh, it was like the temple or whatever. Yeah, they were yeah, in... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And so
4: someone it picks pushed
5: a speed, and then it becomes
4: more dangerous. Right, because 10, 10 meters per second per second? Isn't that the rule of yes, falling ex- objects? Explain it. <laughs> 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 you asshole. <laughs> I think a falling object falls... <laughs> name that tune. I, th- I believe a falling object falls 10 meters per second... <laughs> And then it increases 10 meters every second. You can, well, actually me, all you want on that one. Just don't tell me to explain the twin trip, which is the other thing I learned in physics. That was, I think I've already talked about that. We did, and it was
5: fascinating.
4: Okay. Um, Okay. Wear your helmet at all times. Do not take it off. Especially if you're around someone who wants to kill you.
5: Exactly.
4: Especially when entering wild or unsurveyed or...
5: Virgin caves. Oh, who doesn't want to enter a virgin cave? A virgin you cave, know I, mean?
4: I guess, hasn't been penetrated. But maybe in the back entrance. <laughs> <laughs> because then you would still be a virgin it doesn't cave. Count. That doesn't count if you're Catholic. Um,
5: isn't that true? Isn't that what like Catholic girls practice? I think, think it's not. Re- I, think, I don't think it's restricted to Catholics. It's but not. I think okay. it's a thing that a, a lot of. A,
4: yeah. It's a workaround. So yes. To speak. It's like. Yeah. Okay. As there are more likely to have uh, some loose debris. Oh wait, wait! Especially when entering wild caves.
1: Oh, that's not a sentence. wild caves will do everything. Wild, wild caves, wild
4: caves. Right. If you suspect some rocks are unstable, <laughs> if you suspect some rocks are unstable, be sure not to dislodge them. Most lethal accidents involve rock fall where the caver was descending or ascending, and the rocks were dislodged by their own gear. So they're going in from the top. Or they're just climbing or going down and they've accidentally knocked something over and a, and a, um, you know, a pebble or a rock falls against someone else. Yeah. Okay. Cavers fall. Falling and slipping due to poor footing is a major cause of fatalities. Caves can be quite treacherous and slippery. Make sure you have enough points of contact. I think that means that, that like your feet and hands are touching something. Be sure not to dislodge. Oh, whoops. I screwed up. Also, be sure to wear the right kind of shoes. Generally, you can simply wear all rubber wellies. But all rubber, aren't rubber wellies like rain boots?
5: Yeah, I, I, I was thinking. That seemed like a strange. This must be UK advice. It is. They don't have uh, proper shoes over there, apparently. They
4: don't, they don't have access to air conditioning or. Yeah, I went on a rant because I've just discovered um, uh, uh, the Great British Baking Show yes. has a junior. Did you know that, Garen? No. I didn't know either. No. I just discovered on Netflix, for some reason, they only have, like, season six. There's okay. six seasons. They only have one of the seasons. But um, I will find the other ones. But once again, the temperature makes making something almost impossible. You can't chill your um, jelly. If it's too hot outside. Oh, because they're just in those tents outside. I'm yeah, just right? like, why can't they fucking air condition? I know they don't have air conditioning in Europe or they don't have a lot of air conditioning in Europe. Yes. But this is like a huge show and it's not a gigantic space. It's one tent. Fucking
0: put up some air or some fans. Just get them in a studio.
4: Well, that's what Jimmy said. He's like, why isn't it in a studio? And I said, it's just so charming. Like, I think he would lose a lot of the charm if it wasn't in that outside tent. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's adorable. I'm already rooting for someone. Her name is Fern. Oh, I know. Fern. I'm obsessed. She's ten. It's from like nine to fifteen. I'm gonna have to watch this with the kids. It's really great, and, and they do it in two heats. So there's one group of eight kids, and then a second group of eight kids. Yeah. So, um, we'll see what happens. And I gotta find those other seasons. I already know I do. Is well, Paul
0: Hollywood in it. What? Paul Hollywood.
4: No, the host is I don't know who he is, and Victor Van Nuys. <laughs> it might as well be victor van Eyes. He, he no i'm sorry the judges one of the judges is a guy who won on a previous season oh. the young black guy who's so sweet i can't remember his name right now um and then the woman is this gorgeous like indian woman or whatever southeast asian and i don't know who she is but she's great too both of the judges are great the host is some guy who's I don't know who he is. I'm sure if you lived in England, you would know who he is. It's very jokey and a little and a kind of annoying. And sometimes the kids are like, I don't know what you're on about. Because like, he's just yeah. making dumb jokes. Yeah. And um, he can kind of entertain the really little, young ones. But anyone over 11 is like, dude, I'm trying to bake here. Yeah. Um, he's doing his best, but it's a little annoying. Anyway, I don't know his name. All right. Okay, I don't know how I got off on that tangent. Oh, wellies. Okay, flooding. Don't go caving when it rains, especially with heavy rainfall. Drowning is among the leading causes of death. Most Most caves are formed by rainwater corroding limestone while it travels underground. I didn't know that. So flooding is one of the most common hazards, and it's a serious danger. Getting trapped in a cave by flooding can lead to death by drowning or even suffocation. To make sure the cave isn't prone to flooding, check for the following. Okay, flood debris around cave entrance indicates prior flooding. So if you're flood seeing... Flood debris. Yeah, if you're seeing like leaves and, and, and sticks and rocks, like things collected. Stay away. Stay away. Leafs and debris that are stuck to the ceiling, uh, the cave has flooded in the recent past.
5: Oh.
4: If you find yourself in a flooded cave, go to the highest point possible and protect yourself against hypothermia. Bad air. Bad air means the air in the cave is contaminated. This might mean low oxygen levels, increased carbon dioxide levels, amno- ammonia, and so on. Bad air only occurs about in about 1% of caves, making it a less common hazard, but very serious nonetheless. Particularly caves in the UK seem to have some bad air.
5: Mm-hmm. It's because their teeth. Yeah, they don't, they don't brush. The, those caves don't get
4: their they teeth. They don't floss. Yeah. They don't have, they don't, you know, when you have socialized medicine, you don't always get... Though oxygen can be a danger in small pockets and holes. You use up any oxygen and breathe out CO2, which means that if there's bad airflow, you might potentially use up your oxygen stash. This is a very rare situation as most caves have good air circulation. Try not to stay in depressions, Oh, I know. They just keep telling I, us that. I know, but it, like, it's how are, so hard. It's hard. To... But what if you live in Los Angeles and like your dreams didn't come true? Yeah, and...
5: like what if what you thought was going to happen didn't happen, and but it's really happening for other people I right, in, right in front of you. What?
0: I think I live in a cave.
5: I
4: think you yeah. live in a
0: cave. <laughs> I think Los Angeles is a cave. It really is.
4: Uh, try not to stay in depressions and small pockets too long, though just to be safe. Carbon dioxide tends to build up in some caves because it's heavier than oxygen old mines are notorious for bad air so be aware of what type of cave you're entering beforehand. Here's another thing you have to be worried about, cave disease. Oh no. Or histoplasmosis. Also called caver's disease or spelunker's lung. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. They opened for uh, Father John Misty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a fungus infection oh, no. caused by uh, the histoplasma capsulatum. Yep. Capsulatum. The fungus is mostly found in soil with bat guano or bird oh, droppings. Yep. You can pick up this fungus by disrupting the soil. It's most prevalent in warm, dry climates. Okay, safety tips. How to reduce caving risks. Join your local grotto. Okay, what oh. what does that mean? The only thing I can think of is the Playboy mansion. Join your
5: local grotto. Well, we haven't done that yet. No, we got to. Doesn't, then we'll find I, out what It, it feels is. like only Italy would have a join your local grotto. But what is a grotto? Isn't it like... A depression in the side of a mountain where you can go eat dinner and drink wine. That's so specific. There's a name for that? I feel like I <laughs> went to one one. A once. depression in this. Was that from Star Wars or something? Like, What are you talking about? Trust, I mean, that sounds fantastic. Trust me. I will never make right. a Star Wars reference unless it's an accident because I can't. Right, I know. Um, I don't know how to. I think to. we'll ask Garen to look up what yes. a grotto is. Um anyway they whoever they are they often
4: provide free training and safety information. Don't exceed your limits, wear a helmet at all times, use the right gear, make sure it's proper. Check for the danger of flooding. If it's raining, don't go. Never go in alone. Get a permit or permission. Speaking to the owner or manager will get you crucial information on the area and the cave. Let someone know you're in there and how late they, ex- they can expect you to get home. Carry a cave map. Carry extra lights. Watch out for CO2 if you're dizzy lightheaded, uh, get a headache, nausea, shortness of breath, leave the cave immediately. Okay. Know your skills and limitations. Use ropes only if you're properly trained. This I found hilarious. Only dive in caves if you're properly trained. Cave diving is the most expert caving technique and should only be attempted by trained and licensed cave divers. Having a scuba license does not in the least qualify you <laughs> for cave diving. Since the techniques, conditions, and equipment greatly differ. I don't even know what cave diving is. I just realized. But I wouldn't think if I had a scuba license. I, you'd be ready to do it. What if you it? just go in with the oxygen tank and, yeah. the, and the whole bit and the snorkel and the, all the other things? I don't know. But don't do it. All right. Okay. 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 I think I'm going to skip this. Here's a good tip. The rule of three. The rule of three dictates you only enter the cave with at least three people. Okay. Each take three independent sources of light. Okay. And each take three pairs of spare batteries with you.
5: That's a lot of stuff to keep track of. That's
4: three times two is six times three. That's 18 batteries.
5: All right. That seems like a lot of batteries. (laughs) I I mean, my purse is going to be so heavy. I know. All right, uh, let's see. I think we're gonna move on. Okay,
4: so basically, be smart. Yeah. Stay with people. Don't do it alone.
5: Don't think you're and, gonna scuba dive into it. Right. And and cave. don't
4: go when it's raining. Which brings us to our story. Oh yay! Now this is a very well known story, and actually there's a movie right now called. Uh, Thirteen Lives. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I want to, but I haven't watched it. I also didn't want it to confuse me about, you know, what is real and what really yes. happened. This but is the one with Viggo Mortensen, apparently. I know Ron Howard directed it. That's literally all I know. Oh, does he play the co- who? He must play the coach, Viggo Mortensen. I think so. I don't think he could play one of the boys. Nobody could play one of the rescuers. <laughs> That's true. So this is, um, th- well, I'll just get into it. The Tham Luang Nong Nan is a karstic cave complex beneath Dwai Nang Nan, a mountain range on the border between Thailand and Minim- Myanmar. The system is uh, 10 kilometers long and has many deep resa- recesses, narrow passages, and tunnels winding around hundreds of meters of limestone. Since part of the cave system is seasonally flooded, a sign advising against Entering the caves during the rainy season, July to November is posted at the entrance. Okay, so here we go. Here's the story. On June 23rd, 2018, a group of 12 boys aged between 11 and 16 from a local junior football team named the Wild Boars. I'm assuming in this case football means soccer. probably, um, And their 25-year-old assistant coach, Ekafon Chonthawong, Ekafon Chonthawong. Chanthawong went missing after uh, setting out to explore the cave. Well, I guess Viggo Mortensen couldn't play him. That he doesn't make him high. No,
5: he must be one of the rest. He must be one of the. Oh, rescuers. maybe he's Elon Musk
4: in this. <laughs> I know that. I did, that didn't even get covered in what. Here's the thing. This is extremely detailed, yes. and I didn't put everything in, but it's very fascinating. So you can go and read more. But I, you know, anyway. The team was stranded in the tunnels by sudden and continuous rainfall after they had entered the cave. Now, again, they entered June 23rd. The rainy season is supposed to be from July to November. So they were following the order, the order, the, the, order. the yeah. right rules. Right. They had to leave some food supplies behind when fleeing the rising water. Around 7 p.m., head coach Naparat Kanthawang checked his phone. So he wasn't with them. He He's their head he coach. He was like, where are they? He, well, what happened was he checked his phone and he found about 20 missed calls from parents worried oh, that their children had yeah. not come home after the game. Yeah. Naparat dialed assistant coach uh, Chantha and a number of the boys in quick succession without success. Eventually, he reached Songpon Kantha You're doing a really good job I'm on trying. Names. I don't know. Really good. A 13 year old member of the team who mentioned he was picked up after practice. And that the rest of the boys had gone exploring in the Tham Luang Caves. So this one kid was like, yeah, they went to the caves. The coach raced up to the caves, finding abandoned bicycles and bags near the entrance with water seeping out of the muddy pathway. Oh, boy. He alerted authorities to the missing group after seeing their unclaimed belongings. British caver Vern Unsworth was scheduled to make a solo adventure the next day when he received a call about the missing boys. He advised the Thai government to request assistance from the British Cave Rescue Council. On June 25th, so now we're two days later, Mm -hmm. Thai uh, Thai Navy SEALs divers arrived and began searching the cave. A Thai Navy SEAL sat, said the water was so murky that even with lights, they could not see with where they were going underwater. After continuous rain, which further flooded the entrance, the search had to be periodically interrupted. On 27th of June, so this is now four days later, three uh, cave divers arrived. This is the um, the British Cave Rescue Council on um, on June 28th, the next day, a United States Air Force team from the 320th Special Tactics Squadron, the 31st Rescue Squadron, and the 353rd Special Operations Group joined them. By the 29th of June, an Australian Federal Police team of Specialist Response Group divers had arrived. And on Sunday, a Chinese time team oh of gosh. divers from Beijing peace land finished. Okay, The search had to be suspended due to the weather. As rainfall increased the flow of water in the cave where the divers were... So not only are they trapped, it's still raining. They can't get to that. Um, Increased the flow of water in the cave where the divers were battling strong currents and poor visibility. See, I was picturing it as just like high water. I wasn't even realizing like, oh, there are currents. Like the water's moving. Yeah, It's, it's a storm. Yeah. The search resumed... On July 2nd. (gasps) So now we started on June 23rd. We are now on July 2nd.
5: So much time has passed.
4: After the weather improved, the 12 boys and the coach were discovered at approximately... Okay, 2200 means... uh, 12 means... 10 p.m. 10 p.m., right? Okay. A video of the encounter showing the boys and their interactions with the divers was posted on Facebook by the Thai Navy SEALs. In the video, the dazed boys are uncertain how long they've been trapped... Ask the divers what day it is in Thai. Oh, sorry. The Thai U.S., Australian and Chinese diving teams, supported by the British divers began transporting diving bottles into the cave system and established an air supply storage area in chamber three. On July 3rd, the trapped group were joined by three Thai Navy SEALs who supported them until the rescue the officials told reporters that rescuers were providing health checks and treatment and keeping the boys entertained and that none of those traps none of those trapped were in serious condition so they're at them they just got to get them back now right right it was believed that some of the group could not swim complicating what already uh what would already be a difficult rescue oh gosh (laughs) they were they were gonna do this thing like they they had the side training where they like had boys in a swimming pool with like obstacles around it so they could try to (laughs) get the kids out but then they realized some of them couldn't swim so they had abandoned that like they were practicing all this stuff this assistant coach i hope he was fired no 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 no. well well we'll get to that we'll get to that the army doctor discovered that they had attempted to dig their way out of the cave the team members had used rock fragments to dig every day creating a, a hole five meters deep wow An estimated 10,000 people contributed to the rescue effort. And yes, I guess that does
5: include Elon Musk.
4: (laughs) What did he, he he sent some like
5: advanced. He he had some idea. I I can't remember. I shouldn't have mentioned it.
4: No, no, no. I I thought about it too. Including more than 100 divers, representatives from 100 government agencies. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go on to all that. On the morning of July 8th, remember the start wow. of June 23rd, officials instructed the media and all non essential personnel around the cave entrance to clear the area as a rescue operation was imminent due to the threat of monsoons later in the week, which were expected to flood the cave until October. Oh no. So they had to
5: move quick. They had to get them out.
4: The boys were dressed in a wetsuit, buoyancy jacket, harness, and a positive pressure full, ma- full face mask. A cylinder with 80% oxygen was clipped to their front. A handle attached to their back and they were tethered to a diver so they're like connected to a professional diver in case uh they were lost in the poor visibility the rescue divers described them as a package harris okay um okay they were administered the anesthetic ketamine to the uh before the journey rendering them unconscious no way yes i didn't know that i know to prevent them from panicking on the journey <gasps> and risking you should do this for you when you get on an airplane
5: no way and risking
4: the lives of the of their uh rescuers they were also given the anti-anxiety drug Xanax and the drug atropine That's to steady a lot their of hearts stuff, yeah. i know oh this is interesting to steady their hearts and reduce saliva production to prevent choking
5: wow cuz if they're
4: knocked out yeah after a short dive to a dry section the divers and boys were met by three divers and the boys dive gear was removed the boys were then transported on a drag stretcher over 200 meters of rocks and sand hills um they were assessed and their gear was taken off
5: uh sorry i mean they could have taken out their appendix (laughs) (laughs) they could have gotten a lot of surgery they could have done their their like their molars yeah you know just might as well get some
1: stuff taken care
5: of
4: Okay, the boys arrived in 45-minute intervals. The divers knew the boys were breathing from their, exhausted, from their exhaust bubbles, which they could see and feel. On July 10th, the last four boys and their coach were rescued from the cave. Experience helped streamline the rescue procedure, so the total time to extract a boy was reduced from three hours on the first day to just over two hours on the final day. Uh, I'm almost done. Okay, now this is something I wanted to tell you. First of all, to address your thing earlier about the coach being fired. Yeah. Um, they said that he was amazing in doing, and keeping the boys calm. Yeah. Like, he was really fantastic with them. And that they asked several of the parents, do you want to sue or, you know, press charges? And all of them were like, no way. Like, he kept our boys alive. He kept them safe. Yeah. Like, they went, it wasn't like they went into the cave during the mon- monsoon season, yeah, it was yeah. just it came early that year. And I think that in America, that wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying I have had some litigious parents. We love to sue. We love a good so suit. So this is this is the very positive part of the story. The assistant coach and three of the boys had no nationality. Naparat uh, Kamfa Vong, the founder of the Wild Boars team, explained that they are from tribes in an area that extends across Thailand Myanmar, Laos, and China. The region has no clear borders and people are not assigned passports. Their statelessness deprives them of basic benefits and rights, including the possibility to leave the Xiang Rai province. To get, national- to get nationality is the biggest hope for the boys. In the past, these boys have had problems traveling to play matches outside of Xiang Rai because of their nationless status. Following the team's rescue, Thai officials promised to provide the three boys and the coach with legal assistance in obtaining Thai citizenship, a process which they said could take up to six months. On September 26th, this is not six months, this is just on September 26th, the boys and the coach were granted Thai citizenship.
5: Oh, I love that. So that is very,
4: very cool. Yeah. So yeah, I do want to watch uh, 13 Lives, and I'm sure it's, it has, I mean, there was so much I couldn't include everything. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, it's
5: just remarkable.
0: What a harrowing story! Very
4: harrowing. Man.
0: There's a CNN documentary about this too, and they've got like footage of the the boys in the cave, mm-hmm. yeah, going through the. It's
4: that might be actually more interesting it's than a,
0: horrific. Just just yeah. seeing them go through these little tunnels in the caves. You
4: mean when they're trying to get, when they're being rescued? There's mm-hmm. footage of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well we'll look that up and and link it because that sounds yeah, really it's, interesting. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So, oh, one. So, uh, one rescue, two rescue people died. Really? One, I think, drowned, and the other one got one of those lung diseases that we talked about. No way! Yeah, and died like a year later.
5: Oh boy! Yeah, yeah.
4: R.I.P. Still a remarkable story, though. And yeah, can, I mean, <laughs> just think, like could our
5: kids like they can't survive a trip to the grocery store without breaking down? <laughs> They'd like, be like, I I'm think they, so. Bored. They die of screenlessness. Yes. They'd be fine. Oh, my fine. God. Alex
4: would just sit on Benjamin for
5: 14 <laughs> days or whatever. He would was, bite her to death. And he would bite her to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great story. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I loved that all the boys survived. I know. I Sorry know. about those two will have died. I know. Thank you for
4: that great story. Well, you're so welcome. And we will be right back with our guests. Yay.
3: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.
5: Danielle, Christine, you know what I want to know? Yes, how in fact was your break?
4: My break was fine. It was as usual, filled with uh, unfilling my bladder. Oh my gosh, <laughs> details, <Yes>. please. <laughs> I, there's not much more to say. It is just I never not have to go to the bathroom. It's just uh, you
5: know, it's just life. That is exciting. <laughs> what Thank did you, you do for the updates? I. Went on my phone and checked yeah. to see if anything exciting had happened in the world. If your son had bitten your daughter at yeah, school. if anything terrible had happened, <laughs> terrible things keep happening. Um, no bites good. to report. Good, good, they're good. They're at school, so you know what? If they bite each other, it's not really it's my problem. It's their problem. It's actually, yeah, yeah. the school's problem. the administration's problem. problem. They have to paddle them. <laughs> I I made sure to send them to well, school. Well, they do go to a German school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, pro-paddle. Pro-paddle, okay. Um...
4: Yes, I'm so, sorry that I keep emphasizing that very false stereotype of Germans being... Um, um, paddlers? Well, violent.
5: <laughs> um, I know they've changed their ways. I, like I said, I only saw two fights when it, we were in Germany. Right. Oh, that's right. Which I mean, has never happened before. And you thought that they were Americans anyway. They were Americans, for yeah. sure. Um, so the first half of the episode, yes. we talked about being trapped in a cave. Yes. And now... What are we going to talk about, Danielle? And now we're going to be... And now... (laughs) um,
4: And now we're going to talk about being trapped on the road. Seeking the shelter. Seeking shelter. With our very special guest, Stephen
5: Kieran. Hi, Stephen.
6: Hi, you guys. How are you? I'm quite well. How are you, too?
5: Good. We're really happy that you're here. Do you prefer Stephen or Steve?
6: Uh, Stephen is usually how I'm known, but either way. I like
4: when people go by their... Hold name
6: it, yeah it's my mom my mom always insisted it would be Stephen. Stephen, yeah the gaelic spelling and yes no yeah. one was going to call you stevie no someone our neighbor tried and yeah. my mom went after her
4: <laughs> in what way how did she go uh, after her?
6: she just told her no never never again <laughs> and y'all she threatened to throw her out of the apartment so, yeah. which uh. was my mom's way
5: I Wait love a second.
4: That. Just for calling you Stevie?
6: Yeah. Oh, it would take much less than that for my mom to throw people out of our apartment. <laughs> which
4: I think mm-hmm. kind of leads into your story today. Is it's that correct? Certainly
6: true. Yeah, okay. there's components that weave seamlessly into the story. Yeah.
4: First of all, let me just explain that Stephen is a very, very <laughs> talented and funny actor and improviser. I know firsthand. I have seen him live in an improvised show, which was hysterical. But you can also find him on the show Wayne on Amazon Prime. Does Wayne, uh, does that refer to a city? Isn't there a city named Wayne? It actually
6: refers to a character. Oh, okay. All right. I thought it was being clever. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And no, it wasn't. But apparently it's a cult hit.
6: Yes, it is. I have to admit. I am just part of that. But yeah. Very exciting. Yeah.
4: So you're saying it's not coming back, but so... I have not seen the show, so what do people mail in to get it to come back? Is it popcorn? Is it some? Is there some sort of <laughs> reference point that people? I don't know. They've
6: tried just about everything, and and look to say that it's not coming back. I mean that it, by all appearances. Okay. One never. You never knows. know. One right, but you know we'll see. I guess time yeah. will tell.
5: Maybe we can march angrily somewhere yeah. and
6: get yes, it to come it's back. Yes, an angry march is the only thing I think we yeah. haven't done. Yes. Maybe
5: Discovery
4: can pick it up and make it a reality show.
6: Yes. God willing. I
4: know, you know, it's just, I mean, you guys are open, right, to changes. I mean, you gotta I'm be wide elastic. It could be a game show. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. could be
6: Yes. Yes, it all it takes place in a Japanese supermarket now <laughs> uh, with clocks and like, it's super scary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I say yes and to that.
4: <laughs> well, I told you he was a good improviser. He really is. I'm gonna check it out because I, I did not know about this show. So, Wayne. On Amazon Prime. I am there if I can see you in many shows. How many episodes are there? There are 10. Okay.
6: Um, Episode 9 is something you might might want to be uh, aware of. Yeah, that, that is a very important episode. And then if you watch... I wouldn't watch
5: them out of order. Are we supposed to watch nine first? No,
6: I'm telling you to (laughs) brace yourself for nine. Oh, Oh, trigger warning. But fair question. This is a trigger warning. It is a trigger
4: (laughs) (laughs) warning. Oh, okay.
6: But in a really good way. Oh, I'm (laughs)
5: very
4: excited. It's going to trigger
6: delight.
5: Oh, Oh, it's a trigger delight. Yes. Okay.
6: And then I have a trivia. Once you've watched 10, I can tell you something that relates to... uh, Oh, a little behind the curtain. A little behind the curtain. I'm very excited. Yes.
4: Okay, so let's I dig in. the microphone. I've been told not to hear. <laughs> Just give it a
6: right left. A brush.
4: <laughs> so let's dig into your story here. Dig in, yes. Okay, set us up.
6: Okay. What's going on? Well, this particular part of the story, and, and again, any any part of uh, my story, so so to speak, has different branches, so right. serve as guardrails, as you will. Um, but this particular part occurred, started... Uh, With the 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 divorce of my parents, okay, and which finally happened, and and my father actually at this time was living off of Woodman Avenue, yes, which is just one exit away, the same exit that he drove off of the overpass (laughs) and had a scar called the night I quit drinking. That was that was Woodman Avenue. But Dad was now living in the office with a twenty-two pistol in the bottom drawer of the filing cabinet, sleeping on a cot next to the blueprint machine with under army blankets. Okay.
4: Okay. Blueprint missing. Was he an architect?
6: He was a civil engineer. Okay. My dad was a civil engineer. But by this time, he had been a veteran of two wars. Jeez. PTSD. My father had his army blankets and his pistol. And my dad was in his office just here off of wood. Okay. My mom, then we lost the house. We were living in Mission Viejo, okay. the California promise. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I always
4: have to ask because I want to yes. get into your psychology. Please. How old were you and your siblings at this time?
6: I, I I was 11 Okay Uh, Sheila was 13 And then Lisa was 17 Going on 18 Lisa had run away By this point She had run away From
0: home Oh okay So she was
6: up the street And uh, at the Schroders
4: She ran away But didn't get very far
6: She didn't get very far But she she did also Did not come home And my dad tried to go And muscle the guy Which was my dad's way And uh, the guy However was a psychologist So I think he kind of Worked my dad (laughs) took all of my dad's so-called strengths and sort of cauldroned them into a weakness and sent my dad home empty-handed. Sort of disoriented and angry and not sure. What just happened? What just happened. So, uh, So my dad's in the office. My mom, we lost the house. My mom was dating a guy now named Frank who was on disability. He had been in an explosion underground.
5: Oh, man. She did not go cave? too far no, no, from but, uh, the original dad.
6: No, the, this was sort of the thing. And Was also, the
5: explosion in a cave?
6: It was underground, so, sort oh. of. Okay. It was for Southern California Edison, so it was down a manhole. So that's caves. Thank you
5: for tying into our theme.
6: Well, I was set up, however. Uh, yeah, yes. I tried. Yeah, yeah. No, you did. That was good. A good assist. So we <laughs> ended up then, Frank was also a comic doctor in the s-
4: Wait, a comic diver?
6: Fair. That's the proper response because I, I didn't know. It usually starts with a wait, comma, wait. Back it up. Um, he was a comic diver in the summer. He was did like clowning at pool parties.
2: Wait, come
4: on. It's absolutely true. Wait, this is a wait. This is a I thing. I told you
6: there's, all, there's the main, we're never going to get to the main thing. But that's okay thing. because i This I've, is the setup. Okay,
4: wait a second. It was, so Frink's occupation was such that enough people had it that there's a name for it or did Frank just call himself a comic diver and he was the only one who went to public pools Garen. and
6: <laughs> find out no I don't know I do, all I know at the time is that he my mom himself... my mom said he's a comic diver <laughs> <and> <laughs> the cigarette, yeah and you're really gonna like him and you're gonna like him and actually we did like him Frank okay. was hey, it was just Frank he was yeah like sort of like James Garner esque like if uh-huh. he just said fuck it, and just had to let it all okay, go. Okay, got it. This was Frank, and he loved my mom, and my mom, it was like crazy what was happening in our family at that time, and so we... F-
4: I have so many questions, but you're right,
6: okay. So what happened is that my mom, for a time, moved us into the travel lodge. So we're moved into the travel lodge, and it, we were there just like a couple of days, and my mom said, you guys are going on a trip. You so wait on- a
4: second, I do have one question. Yes, please. They got divorced, and neither of them got the house?
6: No, we lost it. It it was totally... No, my mom had it for a short time. We were there for a short time. Oh, she couldn't... Okay. And it was all a charade. I mean, you look at the house and you would see like drapes in what used to be my sister's room. But then as you got closer, as you went into the atrium to go to the front door, there was a newspaper and... Things on the, on the and sheets, and we just didn't have anything. Okay. And our backyard was an absolute jungle, so it was all just like a, a, a propped up front of a,
4: <laughs> western, a, town? a western town. Yeah, <laughs> western right. town. It, it was a Universal set. <laughs> it was a set. Universal Studios. Because as you
6: got closer, you know, and there, we had no furniture, which is a whole other uh, part of the book. But <laughs> we had no furniture. We had a piece of a sectional couch, and it was madness. It was total, totally okay. insane. And, and looking back, yes, it was. Completely dysfunctional and and not right, but but they were doing their absolute best given where they had come from. Right. Sure. Okay. The same old story, right? So, so we're in the travel lodge. Right. My mom said, Lisa or she referred to your sister. We were not allowed to use Lisa's name. Because she'd run away. She had run away, yes. and my mother, this was like the ultimate betrayal. And we were only, okay. we were not allowed to use Lisa's name. <laughs> <She> <laughs> your
4: mom has a real thing about names.
6: My mother was the real deal. My mother had codes and things <laughs> that they were, that was just straight up. Straight, Jersey City. There was, a, there was an element of my mom that was just very Jersey City about okay. a lot of things. So, sure enough, Lisa shows up like a a day or two into the Travelodge experience and says, we're going on the road and I'll be here tomorrow morning. And we had to meet her outside. Mom wouldn't let her in. Okay. And she said, "I'll be by tomorrow, really early, like really, really early." And we—I remember that sunk in. Like, oh my God, you know, we're leaving really early. So very early the next morning, I got in the back of a car, which I don't have time to go into what the problem with the car was. But I got in the car. (laughs) I told you, there's these crazy, okay, okay, different cave systems that go off the main. All right. So I get in the car, they're packing around me. We joke now that I was sort of to, my job was to keep the load from shifting in the back of this little tiny car. We go up to Van Nuys Boulevard. There was a place called Otto's Pink Pig. I have no idea if it's still there. It was still dark. It was the cocktail with your breakfast oh, uh-huh. side. of, And my dad met us there. Okay. So this is you and your sister and your mom. Two sisters no no mom stayed at the travel lodge. so
4: wait oh your sister was picking you up
6: and lisa and me
4: so lisa said
6: i'm we were taking kids. you two i'm t- we're going on but a did trip. your
4: mom know th- about this
6: my mom knew enough about it to say go go to your father uh, he'll meet you go to your father and talk to your father up at otto's oh, pink Pig. okay cigarette
5: so, okay
4: mm-hmm.
6: cigarette <laughs> hitting the mic right. off so <laughs> Off we go. It's pre-dawn. We get there. It's still it's pre-dawn. pre-dawn. It's dawn so at I don't know at autos and right. they're open, you know, cuz okay. they never closed. And at one point of the conversation, I remember my dad takes out a wad of bills, a wad of bills, and he passes it to Lisa. <laughs> this is always really hard to tell for some reason emotionally, but he passed it to Lisa and he says, "Go to Jack." Now, my dad had a lot of brothers all the Kieran brothers. Okay. So okay. they were all grew up on a farm, South Dakota, Irish Catholics. They were just these, right. they all went to war together. They were just the Kieran brothers. But the king of the brothers was Jack. Okay. And Jack also had a side to him that would show up and need to stay for a couple of days. You know, while the lightning is flashing on one side of its face. (laughs) Your Uncle Jack's going to be here for a couple of days. Don't answer the door. (laughs) Don't answer the door for a couple of days. We're going to keep these great shut, So we never knew what the hell was going on. In fact, I just talked to one of my brothers and I said, who's also my cousin, my stepbrothers and cousins. Another, that's another story. Yes, I heard about that on Never Not Funny. Right, because of Jimmy. Which is
4: the exact same story
6: as Jimmy. Right. So I asked. My husband. I said what do you remember about Uncle Jack and I remember I remember Bob was like <sighs> <laughs> that was, so I was like I was like yes okay so that's right so we go next thing we know dad gives us the water money dad tells us turn the radio up on the car because that's what it's for if you hear any problems with the car just turn the radio <laughs> up he said that's what the literally the radio is for you turn it up that's why they put radios in cars right if there's any problem with the car don't right. call us or anything
4: put good. masking tape over the, the hazard lights yes. that go on right yes, yes whatever yes. yes don't look at don't that look thing at that. telling you don't look at the
6: dashboard so, right don't look at the dashboard <laughs> just
5: pretend it's
4: not happening in
6: life just don't look at the dashboard right. just keep driving and so we started out on this odyssey that we didn't know was going to take us for the over, like basically over a year. Not totally on the road, but part of it. And we went up Highway One. And I remember it hit Sheila, my, my, my middle sister, who's, who's very stalwart and Sheila's like steady Freddy, and nothing really gets okay. to her in a, any real way. She's in an emergency. You want Sheila, yeah. you know, okay. and she's like the hub. And Sheila broke down that first night. And, oh, and I remember no. she got sick to her stomach. And I, I asked Lisa, look, what's wrong with Sheila? She goes, she's homesick. And I said, but you don't get sick to your stomach. She goes, yeah, you do. Sometimes it makes you sick yeah. to your stomach. So that started this this journey. And Lisa's only 18 years old. Right. And we're, the, we're on this road up Highway 1, and we're trying to get to Port Angeles, Washington.
4: This is where Jack is?
6: Yeah. Okay. Near the border. Near the border? <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, okay. yes. So, okay. Yes. Right. Right across. Okay. So <laughs> I'll just compress this part because I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know. It's just there's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of... I remember Lisa had so much weighing on her. I remember we're trying, we're in a payphone, it's pouring rain, we're, it's, even though it's summer, early summer, because we're out of school, it's pouring right. rain. We're in San Francisco. We're in a phone booth, the three of us. We're, it's fogged up yeah, in right. this phone booth, and Lisa is, has the yellow pages, and she's putting in dimes, and we're right. trying to get reservations and directions to a motel that we're going to stay at. And I start, I start losing it. I, I'm like, uh, "What's going to happen to us?" You know. Uh-huh. I start losing this, and Lisa goes, "Just a minute." And she, <laughs> and she, she clocks and she, you, clocks me in the mouth, oh drops me, so that I, in my mind, I went. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the bottom. Did she
5: ever hit you before?
6: Yeah, a little oh. bit. But the, the when one. I look back, Lee, every time I tell this part, Lisa will be listening to this, right. going, "Oh my god, oh. totally right call. That was the right call at the right time." And yeah, and you, you, it was just
4: like snap just out of it.
6: Snap out of it. Right. It was at that time. We'll talk about this later. But yes. right now, look, we gotta. It was. It was one of those like yes. you're gonna get us all killed. Sort so of so.
4: Am I to understand that at this point you got the idea this wasn't just a trip because you're you're worried for some reason?
6: I, I was starting to. We were so far away from home. Uh huh. We and you're eleven. I'm eleven years you're old. Neither
4: of your parents are around. So and
6: we had been through everything leading up to this. Right. Was yes. gnarly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and violence and whatnot. So hmm. So that was water, everyone, as opposed to a little ton of my flask. So I'm gonna, so, yeah, this was exactly... That's a great question. Something was starting to dawn on us. Yeah. Lisa, however, at 18, couldn't... She has a matriarchal energy. Mm-hmm. She has... It's funny... Apparently well, she had to. She's a, Lisa's a, a lioness. I tell her kids... I, in fact, I read the book to her kids recently. So, oh, and so just to kids. explain,
4: you wrote a book about your life that I has did. Not... I did a
6: one-man show first. Right. And it became such a behemoth. It was like over two hours. For the audience, it was too much. For me, I, it was just my stories. It was still a lot. But I thought, now this needs to be a book. I need yeah. to deep dive on this stuff, right? So. Yeah.
4: And and it will be published eventually. We're hoping. Yes.
6: Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Because you have you have
4: three readers right here ready to. Ever since you talked about it on Never Not Funny, I was like, oh, I'm reading this book. It's always amazing to me
6: that I I I always uh, it's the insane presumption when you're growing up that all families are this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, all families. We think. I remember (laughs) being in the back seat of our car. What led up to the divorce? It, It was about finding out my dad was a skate dancer and all this stuff later. Well, <laughs> but my mom... Is,
4: is that is that like a um,
6: my dad diving was a comp- clown? No, no, well... Clown it, My mom loves show people, apparently. <laughs> we found out later. But my dad was a competitive skate dancer in between... <laughs> be- <laughs> Before, why are you saying that's really funny? Why would you not laugh at that? That's I, insane. It's just
5: so crazy it's that that's crazy. tossed out like a casual. It's just. A, I'm telling you, yes. I
6: can just refer to other stories yes. as we blow by them. Okay, it's amazing. But th- what I'm saying okay. is, my mother was dragging her foot like on the street outside of the car while my dad is speeding, <laughs> and, and we're in the back seat and we're thinking, "This is." I look at. I remember looking at Sheila. This is back before the divorce, yes. thinking. This is what families do. Yeah, this this is normal. This is normal.
5: It's protective in a way. It is. I think.
6: No, I think think that's the same way you blame yourself for the divorce. Kids blame themselves because their gods can't be wrong.
4: I blame myself for my parents not getting divorced. <laughs> I was like, I so must be doing yes. something. I mean, I'm literally asking them for it, so I don't know why they won't do it. Must be me. Are you still? <laughs> no, I've given up at this point. Yeah, okay, they need right. each other at
6: this point. So okay, yeah. but there was a period. Okay,
4: the period called my childhood.
2: Called oh, your childhood. <laughs> called my <laughs> entire call childhood. It? My entire uh-huh. childhood.
6: Okay, again. So we, so so we end up at, at, at first we went in the we ended up at a youth hostel in Canada just for one night. and That's scary in and of itself. I'm telling you, I was put on the men's side and the girls oh, were on no, the other side. No, you were too oh, little. No. I was too little. And I remember I walked into what looked like a giant like hangar or, or gymnasium and I, I was feeling along the walls to get to where I needed to go and I got to a bunk and I climbed up on the bunk and I got on the top <laughs> and I leaned back and on behind me, my, my tiny 11-year-old like little scapula was up against a sign that said... No smoking. Oh. And I looked out and all I saw were <laughs> these like little orange lights that were like <laughs> lighting up here and there. And they're... that for some reason I thought, what else are they
4: right. capable if, if of? If they're willing yes. to break the one rule that's posted, yeah. what else Dominantly are they doing? Wait.
6: Yeah. I got down I climbed down, I went out in the hallway and I got sick.
1: Aww. Oh yeah. And
6: and hippies came. Yeah. the Hi- hippies because I knew what hippies looked like. I grew up in the 60s and my sister Lisa was older. Uh, she had hippie friends and hippies and hippies. They came, to the youth hostel, they got my sisters. And what my sisters did is they smuggled me into the girls' oh, side. Oh, good. Yeah, they did and they sort of wrapped me up and they, and they, and they uh, sort of let me go to sleep. They yeah, yeah. hid you. They hid me and when we got up, we go to dinner. And I remember dinner was like straight off of a, like an Oliver Twist menu. <laughs> there was like a, it was like a, a bowl of hot water with a cabbage leaf in it. <laughs> no lie. I mean, I mean, Oliver Twist probably had more than that. Uh, he at
4: least had and, gruel. Right, a gruel.
6: At least he had, had gruel, right. some sort of substance. And I remember there was like a piece of rock bread that was on like a little plate. And Lisa clocked it. Lisa was like, I know, I know. If you eat this, We'll go out for Cokes and candy bars. Oh. Yeah. And Lisa knew. So, so we ate dinner and then we headed out. And again, it seems crazy. It was night, it was raining, we're in Canada. And we go into this little liquor store. Okay. And we get Cokes and candy bars. And back then, this should tell you that we all three of us got Cokes and candy bars, put them on the counter, and the total back then was 3 33 Right. And the man had an accent, and it was, and for some reason, that hit us in that place where we were so vulnerable and so opened up that that blasted something open for us. And we went outside, and we danced in the rain. Oh, yeah, like
0: Drew Barrymore.
6: We were like Drew Barrymore, even though I don't know what that reference is. Oh, you don't know that? No. Okay, quick
4: aside. Yeah. Very crazy, uh, was an Instagram video 2 or 3 weeks ago where Drew Barrymore goes outside she's filming herself oh. being the most Drew Barrymore she's ever been. you guys have seen this no, right no i haven't. have okay no nah. garen has and she's like You have to love the rain. You have to. You have to take advantage of the opportunities. Right? It's something like that. I'm not getting the dialogue right. You have to dance in the rain when you can. And she's filming herself and she's like on the verge of tears out of ecstasy for the rain. And you're like I want to hate you but god damn it you're Drew Barrymore and you are so committed to this world. Do
6: that. Do that instead of
4: coke at night or whatever right, she right. did. This is what happens when you you know there's yes. one of two ways to go either you die at a young age or you're just so grateful for the rain. <laughs> it's it, you have to look oh it my up. god, it's unbelievable. I so wish you, I could have
6: that much joy.
4: I, about anything. Yes. right? Anything. Yes. Anything. Yes. Yes.
6: Yes. Oh my god. So yes, very okay. much So yes, you're dancing very, in the rain. And and, and with and the all, cokes and the chocolates. With the cokes and the chocolates and everything and and we realized we not to make a big deal out of it, but that number now
4: means Aww. something to the three of us
6: Aww. and there's so,
4: three of you in a 333 yeah, oh it's I know. very sweet so it's
6: something that still to this day just be, in the car just when I pulled up I said hey I'm here to do Aww. this and they were like we're here we're, we're with you Aww. I love
4: that the guy didn't say yeah. 333 Troi, <laughs> no, he, no? he
6: could have yeah. and, we, and uh, uh, been a we wouldn't experience. be dancing in the right. rain with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: um
6: Okay, so so that happened. We ended up then going down and staying with Jack for like a. Oh, Okay, you found years. Jack. Yeah, we did, and I worked at construction at eleven. What? Yeah, it was like an eleven-year-old. I was on his construction crew, and. But and, did you
4: also juggle? Because I feel like there has to in all these stories <laughs> there has to be some weird entertainment element with the job. No, okay.
6: Uh, there were hammers. And there <laughs> yes. Were, there was some, uh, a lathe. I was working a <laughs> lathe of balloons. And then I was like, so yeah, I was making the best of a bad situation. Okay, so it's still summer. You're not like... Still summer, okay. but then we... Then, okay, we're at Jack's. We were told we, we had to get back. So we get back, and Mom has now moved out of the... Uh, Travelodge mm-hmm. and she's moved us mind you back then Mission Viejo was basically just like a frontier outpost between LA and San Diego okay. there was nothing out there in the, s- the 60s early 70s it's just sitting there but mom had moved us out to some condos that were way out okay. at the edge there, there was a lion preserve literally <laughs> oh known God. as Lion Country Safari oh, oh, was that like
5: Tippy Hedren's uh... no
6: no that's her own j- virus no No, no, I know her thing, but this was actually a sort of a theme park, but they also did they, they had lo- it was like a ro- you could drive through it uh-huh. like the uh, San Diego Wild Animal yeah. Park but, okay. w- but they also it was a place to preserve lions so
4: Steven I grew up in Los Angeles I remember commercials for Lion Country Safari but remember, I never knew what it was but it, I didn't know it was
6: then crazy okay. shit like the elephant got loose oh. <laughs> running toward the 405 <laughs> no. <and> they, yes <laughs> they're shooting it like, and they get it just before it <laughs> is moving toward the on ramp and the, a monkey like tore a calf, off of
2: <laughs> <laughs> Some trainer I
6: mean, horrifying. Oh my God. I even list them in quick succession. I, I, I go through home of the. Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. Okay. So, so we're now way out there. What well, we <laughs> joked, we're now on the menu. We're on the menu. Yeah, like the so yes, yes, yeah. So we're way out there, but we get there and we see that the place is a total disaster. Like my mom's stuff, and Frank is there, and then my mom. My mom lasts maybe two to three weeks when we got home, and then mom lost it, and she ran off, first to what? Texas. Yeah, she did. She With had a Frank, break-
4: or she left Frank in charge of you guys?
6: Frank couldn't handle oh, us, so no. he said, no, your dad's going to take care of you. Dad couldn't handle us. So what happened is mom had a breakdown. She first went to Texas to be with her friend Gloria, and
4: then... <laughs> For, love the for, sign for Gloria. Mm-hmm. The Gloria is smoking cigarettes. Gloria, I, I, black would,
6: Russians and Gloria. Uh, oh, and, and, yes! And, you know, so Gloria took care of my mom for a while and then my mom went to UCLA for treatment. She was okay, there on okay. the flight deck. Okay. On the flight deck. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's what we call treatment?
6: That's what we call that level of the hospital. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes.
5: Oh my That's gosh.
6: It. And so,
4: wait, was it just you three living together in this Lisa, uh, condo?
6: It was just, now it was just me and Sheila. Lisa was a satellite. She lived, you know, remember, but Lisa was keeping an eye, like, what's going on? She was here? an adult.
4: Wait, so an 11 year old so trying to was... get
6: custody of us, by the way. Oh, oh what That makes me cry. Lisa, we find out later, trying to get custody oh. of us at 18 years old. So
4: an 11 and a 13 year old are living by themselves in a condo?
6: Almost. Frank and Lisa and everyone's like, no, 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 no. This is not going to happen. Okay. So the lifeboat of all lifeboats now pulls in, which is Sheila's. Sheila's best friend was Lisa, and Lisa's mom, <clears throat> They, ma, she said, Move in. Okay. The twins, Valerie and Vanessa, my age. Okay. And we moved in now, and I slept on their couch in the living room for the better part of a year. Oh, okay. And is this
5: back in LA?
6: Mission Viejo. Still in Mission, Mission Viejo. Yeah, so is, you went to school. Yes, so okay. the, we would stay in school, which was Dad's big argument. I, you know, I can't put them up in an apartment here. Dad was working. Around the clock, which is what my dad did. 16 hour days is what Mm -hmm. my dad put in. He was just a maniac trying to make things okay by working.
4: Right.
5: Sure.
6: Right. Okay. So, which he admitted on his deathbed. Bad call. You know. So, literally, literally, he he called me in close and said that. So, so
4: now. Remember that time I abandoned you? Whoops.
6: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. And then we told him what he was thinking in a good way. Like, you know what you were thinking, Dad? You were thinking this. So my dad was yeah. we always said about my dad two wars, one divorce, no therapy.
4: Right. Okay. So my dad my right.
6: parents were rock stars to me. Right. Okay. And because of where they came yeah. from, they did right a terrible job. Yeah. But compared to where they came from, they did an it's amazing. An improvement,
5: job. right. Yeah. yeah.
6: And there's stuff I won't tell you now, but it's it'll be in the big This story. book better
4: come out quick. I want to read it.
6: Okay. Okay. So, again, I don't know if I'm going over time right now. You'll let me it's know, It's okay.
4: I mean, we may have to edit, but uh, only Whatever because we try to keep it. But this is too interesting, so.
6: Okay. So, I mean, this is where where we were there for over a year, and then my mom gets out of treatment, and now we're going to give it a shot. Okay. We, we. My mom moved back, and my mom was working in a vitamin factory, and she's taking people in and renting rooms of our condo. And then there's a model who moves into my bedroom. A
4: female model?
6: Yeah. A Playboy centerfold. Uh, oh. Moves into, while she's shooting her pictorial. What? Moves in, and I am 15 years old. Holy moly. This is a whole section of the book that I just do the deep dive of what happened. And my mom said, yeah, we'll put him in a mummy bag under the stairs. Oh. And we'll put her put her in Steven's room while she's, because her husband was roughing her up and was leaving bruises. And my mom's friend, Sandy, who was also from back east. So Sandy was like my mom's best friend. And they were sort of in cahoots. My mom was a hustler. My mom hustled and she got back on her feet, but there were people coming by and there was envelopes and we don't know. And a guy came in once and he said, is your mom here? And I said, no. And then he pushed by me and he took some pieces of furniture. Oh, my God. Like out of payment. There were other times we were told not to open the door. We hid in a closet for a while. You know, my mom had borrowed money from the Perry brothers which oh was yeah not good. you What's can't borrow money from the perry brothers we found that out yeah Wait, what
4: only... is
5: what is the perry brothers
6: exactly. is that a thing i'm supposed to no, know it's i just y- they sound really oh well, okay right yeah. she's yeah. You.
4: yes and <laughs> you this sounds like i love
6: how you were like look i'll tell you one thing i know right. you don't yeah. borrow
5: from the
4: perry <laughs> this
6: brothers.
5: Just all sounds very familiar <laughs> I was Does gonna say. Sit- really? Well, you know, I had a mom that went away and got okay. treatment, and yeah, okay. I had a very, I had a very dangerous house. So mm-hmm. it all—it's not quite as—it uh, doesn't colorful. Sound, it's not quite as colorful, but it's very familiar. So you're Harry Potter living under the stairs.
6: Yes, at this long point. before Harry Potter, with a uh, was Harry Potter. Playboy
4: model upstairs from you.
6: She was the girl upstairs. She was. She was in my room at the end of I think it's Animal House there's a there's like a Playboy bunny on the front of a on on the front of a float and it crashes and she's yes and she goes through a kid's window and he's reading Playboy (laughs) and she lands on the bed and he says thank you God. Right. However, I, on the other hand, was so emotionally shut down. I saw myself as a two-dimensional <laughs> boy. Like,
4: I, I couldn't... You're flat Stanley.
6: I didn't te- yes, I am <laughs> flat Stanley. I'm flat Stephen. Flat I didn't tell anyone. Oh. I told no one. I didn't know how to process this. There's, again, I write about it, about things that happened that were not... That, that didn't happen, but oh, there were okay. things that she was definitely toying with me okay. and the fact that uh. I was Flat Stanley and she knew I was Flat Stanley. My sister on the other hand, who Sheila was, you know, very attractive back in the day. Uh-huh. She drove a hot rod. She <laughs> drove a 65 Falcon with three on the tree. Sheila was no slouch.
4: <laughs> and she's doubt I she's dating
1: She's
6: dating the star running back at the time who not, at the at the Michigan High School Diablos. Satan was our mascot at our high school and Satan
1: so <laughs>
4: Satan the devil.
6: It's funny I looked right there when I said that I just looked right <laughs> into oh the
4: Dracula. Edit
6: okay. edit this like That's crazy fine. and boom my you know there was a little we figured there was something going on we come home one day yeah. and we hear we hear this person, the centerfold, laughing. She loved Monopoly, and we walk in, and <laughs> Sheila's like, "What's his car doing here?" And We walk in, and he's standing, wearing only PE shorts, circa 1978, which is not much PE short at all. Yes. Yeah. And he's got my barbell set, which had. Wait, never this, I'm
4: h- sorry. Who is this? Is this her?
6: Sh- Sheila's boyfriend. Oh. Sheila's arm. boyfriend. Oh, boy. Star Start running like, back.
4: Is with the Playboy model in, in
6: our dining room pumping iron in front of
4: Oh, in
6: short shorts. In micro shorts. Right. And like this. And Sheila, and I write it this way, I said, for reasons I don't understand and yet completely understand, said his name, ran over, jumped on his back. He then lost his balance and crushed my sister in the bookcase (gasps) and, and falls forward. She falls onto him, all the books that my mother was reading like at the time, like like, like Jonathan Livingston Siegel and, and uh-huh. Exodus are falling now uh-huh. onto my sister and, and this the, the centerfold she's laughing like crazy. Oh. and that's when I told my mom. Uh-huh. my mom came home from the vitamin factory, and I told her what happened, and my mom went to her uh, little hippie purse, the, the centerfolds, <laughs> and she had left with boyfriend my sister's boyfriend. Oh. oh and no. and and my mom found the things I guess she was looking for and when she came home wait, she, wait, what were the things she was looking for? I think she found a little Coke. In the in the in the hippie purse. Wait, the, the, is this
4: this is the models? The yes, the models. Mm-hmm. Hippie yeah. purse. Got it.
6: And my mom threw her out on her ass. Yeah. So my mom had like peak experiences of incredible uh, parenting,
4: right, right, right. She did the right thing in this case. She, yeah, yeah, She
6: yeah. took us out of uh, when I was shamed by one of the nuns by having my absences read. My mom told the oh. mother superior to go to hell and don't stop on the way, honey.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs>
6: and that was at Saint Genevieve's just down the road.
4: Oh my god. Anyway. Oh I'm, my
6: god. Please be guardrails right now because I'm just blasting. No, 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 no.
4: Okay, so, okay, so you finally get into, and then did you stay in this condo for a we while?
6: Stayed in the condo. My mom started to kind of. She got. My mom got as stable as she could. She worked a side hustle at a donut shop. She's at the vitamin factory. Sheila goes to school, so it's just me and my mom. Oof. And yes, and then, (laughs) but you know, we kind of worked it out. My mom didn't drive, and then she finally got her license. And her brother taught her, who had ataxia. He had it attacks the central nervous. Oh yeah. So he kept driving. way past the time that it was legal. And he's yeah. teaching her how to he drive. He taught her how to drive and oh, therefore... No. So oh, she's just jerking no, down no, the road. No, no, no. That's exactly... My mom ah. made a left turn in front of a dialer ride in the halting, <laughs> lurching manner oh, no. that her brother had taught her and she is T-boned, demolishes my car. Oh. And I remember... I, my, again, my, my Jersey mom. My mom... I walk up to the back of the uh, paramedics... Uh, truck And my mom's back there with <gasps> oxygen on. She's oh. got her, an unlit cigarette in this f- thing. And she has her lighter in this hand. Oh, oh no. she's no, wearing no. oxygen. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. She knew. She okay. knew. Okay. And I walk up. And I remember mom went like this. She goes, don't kill me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oxygen on.
6: <so. sighs> So we, oh I still God. drove that car. The right side touched my right hip the, the, of the car. <laughs> there was plastic. Oh it, was, it sounded like I was in a regatta, you know, the <laughs> whole time. And my mom's in the back seat, and she's just telling me turn left. We we got to get cigarettes, and <sighs> and it was we hung together until it was time for me to go to school, and then when I left my surviving mom she got a job at Albertsons at the deli bakery yeah yep. and she got her license and she got a little car and she rented a room in a house now it's interesting i think i may have said this uh with, with jimmy i said like you know unless you know where someone starts you can't really judge them because they may have yeah. traveled twice as far yes, as you right? right yeah that's absolutely I, i'm not always a saint i don't always remember that but if When I I thought, when people look at my mother, they just think, she's just this person driving a little car, working a deli bakery job, and she's now...
4: Right, right. But it was such a huge leap for her.
6: In the context. If you take it out of context, that's one thing. Drop things into context in this Mm -hmm, life. mm -hmm. And it's a whole different story.
4: So, okay. What is the book (laughs) called?
6: It's called Toughen Up, and it's based on an incident... When I was little, my mom took us shopping, and I wandered into a clothing rack in in Panorama City. Yeah. And I was in there because it was like a little fort. I was like little. And when my mom couldn't find me, she said, let's go, to my sisters. And they walked away, and I came out, and I couldn't find them, and I started to cry. And I found the lady, and the lady found my mom, and my mom found the lady, and I was still crying. Yeah. And my mom took me around the corner, and she got down on my face, and she shook me. And she said, "Toughen up."
4: Oh my God!
6: I'm not raising a mama's boy. Oof! But she blew smoke in my face.
4: <laughs> in fact, I'm not raising you at
6: all. Well, that was. The- <laughs> Can I just say uh, the le- next line? This is what I wrote, and as we used to say about my mom at that time, she wasn't raising anyone at all. Wow! We were being lowered, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my mother was lowering three children. Oh, my but then God. I go on to tell how yeah. she was lowered sure. by her mother and that story about her mother, you guys at the bar after we we'll go to...
4: All right. I am extremely excited to to hear more. Yeah. Your stories are
5: fascinating. They're so
4: I'm interesting just and funny you and very heartbreaking much for and
6: having me.
5: Thank you so much for yeah. coming on. We'd love to read the book.
6: Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. really really working on this yes. and Lisa is the driver. So when I tell Lisa that you said that to me, yes. she is going to grind me in a good way. She's going to be like, "You do not." She goes, three. "I she, yeah, it's 333. Three, 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 three. Three. She really she's going to hammer me. With that, she goes. No, we've got to get dates. We've got to, you know. So she's just like really. I've given her full permission. It's, Sheila's got a little lighter touch because she's trying to handle everything in the family. Yeah. But Lisa's.
4: Have you read um, the
6: Running Goldfinch? With oh no. No,
4: I have read Running with Scissors, but uh, the Goldfinch I just read, and it's fiction. Yeah. But a lot of it sounds like your real life. Does it really? Yeah, because his okay. his childhood is just completely chaotic. Not, I mean, it's not the same in that you. I'm assuming you weren't a drug addict and doing all these crazy things. Maybe yes, but um, just the chaotic the the chaotic nature of a home life and people coming in and asking, "Is your dad here?" and like not knowing who that is and money is owed and weird shit. Yes, but, like know. that
6: at, at all hours. Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh my God. Stephen, thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. Uh, This was
2: unbelievable. I just want to hear more.
4: And we will be right back with what did we learn today?
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Chris, are you ready to learn what we learned today? I love learning. You, me, as a writer, appear in the book Periods Period, which releases on March 7th? Mm -hmm. and is available for pre-order now. Today, right now, you can do it. Oh my God, that's so exciting. If you're going to see Father John Misty, let those girls out. (laughs) (laughs) no noté water is often very clear as the water comes from rain water filtering slowly through the ground and therefore contains very little suspended particulate matter. I guess that's what you find in a cave? That's what you were saying before. I hope, say I, can re- I,
5: hope I can remember Say No Tay.
4: Say Now Tay.
5: Say Now Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Kathy is an American gag-a-day comic strip drawn by Kathy Guyswite from 1976 to 2010. The comic follows Kathy, a woman who struggles through the four basic guilt groups of life. Food, love, family, and work. Oh, oh boy. Like she can said. never find a bathing suit. <laughs> it is hard. Beware of loose rocks. Yeah. I think that's what your son was trying to tell you (laughs) what to put one on to put a bra on because your rocks were loose (laughs) if you enter a cave through the back it doesn't count wellies is a name for a pair of rain boots short for wellington boots primarily used in the uk but recognized in other countries yeah, but I Prince, recognize them.
5: I bet Princess Di had a multi pairs. Oh, she
4: probably had so many. Wellies. She looked so good in her wellies. Yeah, she went stepping on the land, trying not the to set off the mines. Oh, in right, those and she didn't. She didn't. Good for her. Okay, here's what we've all been waiting for: a grotto. Yes, is oh. an internal organization of the National Speleological Society. They generally function as the local NSS chapter club. Many grottos, however, operate in areas outside of their local area with many operating in several states. So this is grotto with a capital G. So this is a different thing. It's
5: not the thing I thought. Right. It's the side of the mountain and you go drink wine.
4: And it's not the thing where the Playboy bunnies hang out. But it might
5: also be those things. No,
4: it is. But not with. Yeah. Not with a capital G. Not with a capital G.
5: (laughs) You probably aren't qualified to cave dive. So just stop it. Stop thinking you are. I will stop having so much confidence. Rule of three. Three people,
4: three lights, three sets of batteries. 13 Lives is directed by Ron Howard and is
5: available on Amazon Prime Video. Oh, you kept saying Steven Spielberg. Oh, I'm such a fucking asshole. You know what we'll do? We'll go back (sighs) and we'll take out Steven Spielberg and we'll put in Ron Howard. (laughs) I'm so annoyed because I
4: genuinely believed it was Steven Spielberg. I'm
5: so annoyed at myself. Yeah, you should really be hard on yourself about no, this. No, but I'm,
4: I, you know why I'm annoyed? Because I'm now in the mind of the person listening to it and being so annoyed every time I say that.
5: I don't think everyone gets that annoyed at mistakes as you do.
4: <laughs> not, not everyone is as uh, frosty as I am. I don't know if that's the right word. Elon Musk. Elon Musk offered to build a mini sub to assist in the cave rescue. His offer was rejected, and he went on Twitter. He went on a Twitter rant against one of the rescuers. That oh, I remember this. That was in a defamation lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> what
5: an asshole! He's the worst. He's the worst. I fucking hate him. We've he's with his twelve children. He's one of the worst billionaires out there. And I mean, that all, is such a
4: competitive race. I know they're all awful. He's done, at least he's done electric cars. Isn't that something on the plus side? I guess, but he like... He didn't
0: do that. He just bought into the company. So... It he hits. didn't
4: create... Te- no.
0: But, oh, I he's thought he... fraud. He, he didn't create money. Tesla? No, he, I think he like bought into it early or something.
4: Oh. It's all a fraud. It's all a, and a fraud. And then he bought it out and he owns the major share yeah. or something?
0: Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe he's going to sue me. <laughs>
4: gonna, yeah, he, he will. Oh, I think this was a defamation lawsuit from one of the... Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. All right, that's what we've learned today. And I've learned because I thought it, I, I kept saying Steven Spielberg and it was Ron Howard. So we're going to go, go in and fill
5: that in. Yes. It's fine. You can right. fix that in post. We'll get Blank patch to come in and go,
4: <laughs> Ron Howard.
5: <laughs> we, could, we could get him to do that. We He'll could. definitely do that. Everyone, thank you for listening. Remember to pre-order Chris's book and follow us on social media at Pod How to Survive. We have merchandise on our website, soon to be on our social media sites as well. If it isn't already, I think it is. Yeah, I'm gonna get it there if it's not there. Yeah, we
4: need to we need to uh, plug our yeah our merch again. Our merch is so it's so fun. Good.
5: Yeah, maybe we'll add something soon. You know, we should do. We should give our merch to big celebrities. And then they'll wear it on their right. on their on their socials. Right.
4: First, we have to meet some big celebrities, and then we'll do that.
5: Well, yeah, we're going to meet some this weekend, probably. That's right. When we go out hunting for big celebrities. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm right.
4: going to the Olive Garden this weekend. No joke. So I'm sure I'll find some there. Sly Stallone. The Olive Garden.
5: I just imagine him going to Olive Garden. That was so funny. You said that with such
4: assurance, like he <laughs> like he's a, a, a stakeholder in, in Olive Garden. I, mean, I, I imagine him. he's Italian. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Well, I don't even know if he is Italian. But he... Don't you think he loves the Olive Garden, though? I don't. I think... Honestly, he's into, like, fine art. So I think he... I don't think he's seen the inside of an Olive Garden in a long time.
5: I still think he loves the Olive Garden. Mm, I'm guessing him as an Olive Garden.
4: Olive Garden. Maybe if he has to carve up or something. For some reason.
5: Anyway. (laughs) Remember. (laughs) Always remember. (laughs) Remain calm. calm.
4: I just added another ten minutes. To it. <laughs>